we are a dynamic ministry. What, what that means is we change regularly. Okay? So we want you to be able to do that. Don't just think, well, it'll be church as normal. We are sick and tired of church as usual. Amen? God's tired of it. Well, you've gone quiet on me. I say God's tired of it. He wants a group of dynamic, world changers, history makers, governmental, ecclesia, equipped, ready, going to battle, destroying the enemy's plans. Hallelujah. It's going to get hot when Antichrist is around and he's going to make it hard on the saints. Well, we're going to do everything we can to make it hard on him as well. Amen. Isaiah 60 says, as it gets darker and darker, we shine more and more brightly. Amen. How long are we going to preach tonight? Well, I've got this scripture for you. Amen. Acts chapter 20. We're going to read it in a second. But I know some of you are going to be thinking, now what on earth are we meeting for on a Saturday night? And what on earth are we going to do tomorrow? Because it's Sunday. And we always go to church on Sunday. Stephen has been going to church on Sunday, uh, you know this one, before he was born. Yes, he went in his mother's womb for several months before he was born. Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday school in the afternoon, gospel service in the evening. You always go to church on Sunday. Is that right? So what are you going to do tomorrow? You are going to have a great day as family, blessing the Lord, you might want to drop in on someone and bless them. You might want to ring them first, of course. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have it. Some of you will be catching up, you know, like me, catching up, getting a few things done, getting ready for this coming week because it's a busy, there's a lot of things coming in this following week. But hey, lie in. Take breakfast in bed to the one that you love. Go visit another church if you want and bless them. We're gearing up for things because teams are going to be going out of from this place on Sundays because God's got a message to share with the world. Amen? So that's just a lead-in to this little scripture because I'm not going to preach tonight, but we are just going to share this together. Are you ready to read this with me? Okay. Three, two, one. Now, on the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. There's a clue. There's a clue there. How long are we going to speak? There's a clue. Next bit, ready? There were many lamps in the upper room where they were gathered together. And in a window sat a certain young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep. Now, not, not like any of you. You're, hopefully, you're all wide awake. Okay? Ready? Where are we? He was overcome by sleep, and as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embracing him said, Do not trouble yourselves, for his life is in him. Now, when he had come up, had broken bread and eaten, 
and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed. And they brought the young man in alive, and they were not a little comforted. Amen. In other words, they were very comforted by that fact. Wow, there's a lot of stuff in there, isn't there? Who's, who's, up, <laughs> who's up for listening to me till midnight? Any takers here? Any takers? One or two? One or two? No, no wonder Paul went down there. He must have felt so guilty. Man, the poor guy, he was sitting in the window area there, open window, they didn't have UPVC like we have today, and the poor guy nodded off. I, I am aware that sometimes in some of our services there are one or two that nod off. So he so was brought back. Now, who's heard of the Archaeological Study Bible? The Archaeological Study Bible. I've got it on my computer. Let's read this together. Ready? The first day of the week was Sunday. This is the first clear reference to believers meeting for worship on the first day of the week. But Sunday worship may have already become a regular practice, although some scholars maintain that the meetings were held on Saturday evenings, since the Jewish day began at six the previous evening. Luke's method of counting days and reporting happenings in this Hellenistic city was probably not Jewish, but Roman, which counted from midnight to midnight. What do we think about that? <laughs> yes, rubbish. <laughs> yes. So, the first day of the week. They came together to break bread. Paul, ready to depart the next day. So, if it was Sunday when they gathered together, then you would think they were, they'd gather on the Sunday morning. Would that be right? And Paul preached till midnight... Then he preached till the following day. And it says there were many lamps in the upper room. Why do you think there were many lamps in the upper room? So it was dark. How many of you think that this meeting was not Sunday at all, it was Saturday night like we are? It doesn't take much of a student. I was going to say, start with, how many detectives have we got in the room? And then I was going to say, no, not defectives, detectives. It doesn't take, you know, anybody with too much of a brain to work out this was Saturday night. Does, do you get that? Because the first day of the week was Sunday when Paul was going to depart. But what a preaching session, eh? Saturday night, it makes more sense that they would be feeling a little bit tired from... You know, once you get, I can do till about 10 o'clock. Once it gets beyond 10 o'clock, I must admit, I am getting a bit tired. And if we ever have to drive at that time of night, I usually wind the window down on the car, put worship music on really loud to keep myself awake. Because I could even drop off, especially when it gets around 11. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense that this wasn't Sunday, would you agree? This was Saturday night, 
they were preaching and Paul was really having a lot to say. Do you think he was sharing more than just how to get saved, the gospel? Do you think he, he was really teaching a whole load of stuff from the Hebrew scriptures? Because he hadn't got the New Testament, had he? Do you know what I'm saying? Is that right? He'd got, he'd got the Torah and the rest of the stuff, because the Septuagint, which was the Greek translation of the Hebrew scriptures, was uh, done something like, is it 250 years or something, before Jesus? Is that about right? Before Yeshua? Certainly a long time. So they would have had the whole of the Hebrew scriptures, and he was teaching on all this stuff. Probably from around six, they ate together, they had break in the bread as well, they shared communion together, they probably had a meal together. We've had some snacks. If you came a bit late, next time we do one of these, it's four o'clock. Come in for about four, we'll have some snacks together. And uh, when Gene Smith's back, they'll be a bit more exciting. I did these ones, that's why they're a little bit boring. But... Um, We'll do that, and then we'll worship together. We probably won't go till midnight, is that okay? But we want to worship together because we want to transition some things because there is some new things that are coming that God wants for us because we are an apostolic center. Thanks for the... Mm. Anybody else? Anybody else there? We're an apostolic center, which means we function differently to church on Sunday. We want as many believers across the region to gather here on a Saturday evening. Did it work okay for those of you from Birmingham? It worked okay. And others, because I really believe Saturday night is going to be the gathering times for us as an apostolic centre to do what we're mandated to do. Amen? Amen. I believe it's a good time. I believe it's a God time. Amen. So that's really, really good. I'm not going to preach the message I've got because we would no, we wouldn't be here till midnight. But I wanted us to be able to say, guys, we've got a new era that we're moving into with Holy Spirit, with the Lord, with the mandate God has upon us. And if you are free because we're not meeting on a Sunday, be creative with your Sundays. Get together with other people. Go for a walk. Take some time off. Do you remember that God rested after six days? Do you know there are people in nations that work six days a week? Most of us work five days of the week now. So we have a couple of days where one of those days we can get the housework done, we can do all those other things, so we still, still should be able to rest one day. Yeah. Now, so the early folks, Jews especially, they were living in an agricultural kind of thing where you had to feed the animals every day. There were certain jobs you had to do every day, so even on the Sabbath day you had to feed the animals. There were certain things you had to do. If your donkey fell in a ditch, you had to pull him out, even if it was the Sabbath day, yes? Emergencies and stuff like that. But the whole idea of the Shabbat, the, 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 the day where you rested, 
was that that was a unique, special day set aside for the Lord, where it, you, it wasn't that you were going to do nothing, but it was a special day set aside. Amen? So tomorrow, for all of us that are not meeting as can, you have got a special day set aside for you and the Lord. You can do with that however you please. Enjoy that day together. If you play golf, go play golf. If you enjoy driving in your Porsche, go out in your Porsche. If it, it's not going to be a nice day, David, it's going to rain, so you can't take the top down. <laughs> Maybe keep the cover over it in the back garden, go out in something else. Enjoy tomorrow, amen? If, if religion gets a hold of you and you've got to go to another church, well then go and be blessed, amen, and bless somebody else. If you can get rid of that religious spirit, go do something else. Ring up a friend or something. Go visit them. Spend some time together. You don't have to go into church on a Sunday. I break that religious spirit from you. Every day is a good day to worship the Lord. You've got more time tomorrow to spend in his word. Time to worship. Time to enjoy your partner and your family. Go visit somebody. So be blessed. Amen? Amen. Jenny, get ready for the... Oh, you've got to say something. Okay. We are... We're, listen, we're moving into momentous days. We know that. It is going to get interesting. <laughs> Let's use that term. When we see what the enemy's doing and what's arising, it is serious days. Okay? Love on one another. Husbands, love your wives. Let's get some more loving and romanticism going in our families and our relationships. Amen? Come on now. Contact one another. Be touchy-feely. Let's, let's get some things happening in the church. I was going to preach on love tonight. I was going to preach on love. Let's, yeah, next week. Let's get the loving feeling going. We've got that loving feeling. Whoa, that loving feeling. We've got that loving feeling. Now it's here, here, here. I'm being spread abroad. Amen? Amen. I'm excited. You know, I love you guys. We're on a journey together. We're running together. We're running hard. We're running strong. But we're going to run long for all of eternity. Amen. And God's hooked us up together for purpose and destiny for eternity. And this is my And our partner. family is growing around the world. And we've Hallelujah. had a prayer request from on the internet. Ooh. So we're going to respond to that, aren't we? So uh, how many in the room have either ever been to India, f are from India, or know you have a call to go to India? Oh, right. Hands okay. up. So therefore, can you come and stand on the platform with me, please? Those that either have been, you are from, or you know that you have a call to go. Because we're going we're to bless India. We watch those people. <laughs> and we say, we say to our, our friends from India that are watching 
and have, have asked us if we would release just a word of prayer and blessing, particularly one family. So I've asked Gordon if he will uh, just help me there. Um, we're going to pray for India. So can we all just lift up India in our hearts and just ask the Lord to stir the church yeah, in India? The ask the Lord to uh, raise up the ecclesia in India. When mm. Steve and I were there a couple of weeks, it's about, it feels like a couple of weeks ago. When was it? Last month. September. Um, we, we were with our um, partners and friends there in Chandigarh, and they are raising up a strong apostolic base. But generally, the churches in India don't know about the one new man. They don't know about the apostolic. They are as much into a religious thing that, as we are. But they also have the multitudes of idols and gods in every street corner and the people bound to religion that doesn't do anything for them just puts them in more and more bind. Mm. Do you know that they buy food to take to the temple to put in front of an idol? And the, and the priest or the, whoever it is in there, he eats some of it and gives them some of it back and it's just, it's just a mess. And we say to our friends... And our believing partners in India, we love you, we stand yes. with you, Amen. and we're going to release a blessing. So, Father, let's lift up our voices. Father, yes, we thank Lord. you for the thank church you, in India. Thank we thank you, Lord. you, Lord, for those that are standing strong <laughs> and you, believing, Lord. Lord, in your word. Father, we ask you to pour out your spirit, Father. Send your word. Let thank your word you. run swiftly in India tonight, Lord God. Even thank as our you. friends are watching us, Lord, we say Lady with them that together yes, one Lord. shall put a thousand to ten thousand. And your battles are our battles, and yes, our battles Lord. are your battles. And Father, I thank you that you've connected us heart to heart. Thank and Lord, for the family that has asked for specific prayer, Lord, we release thank your you, blessing and your anointing. Yes, we Lord. say, Lord, for all that that's thank out you, of alignment, Jesus. come into alignment. And I heard the Lord say that you won't be on the back foot because the Lord says, I'm beginning to open up my heavenly armory and I'm yes, sending Lord. you, says the Lord, the help that you need. But not only that, says the Lord, I'm going to make you a light in the dark places, says the Lord. And the Lord says, even now, when you're fighting for air and fighting for breath, the Lord says, I'm going to breathe a fresh wind of my spirit yes, upon Lord. you. And the Lord says, that that you're reaching out to believe me for, the Lord says, I've already made it. I already have it. And the Lord says, I'm going to show you that I'm a covenant-keeping God yes, where Lord. you're concerned. And the Lord says, I'm setting a hedge around your family. And the Lord says, that need that you've placed on the altar and said, can the Lord meet this? The Lord says, watch me, for the fire will fall. The Lord says, I am coming in a new way to your family. And the Lord says, I have even made a, a claim and a call. And the Lord says, I've put the word within you to even go out and speak to others about me. And the Lord says, that evangelistic call that's on the inside of you, the Lord says, I'm fueling it. And I'm going to, says the Lord, even bring more fruit from it. Because the Lord says, in this month, as you press into me for the word, the Lord says, have I not said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word? And the Lord says, as you imbibe my word, you're going to see that faith release for the miraculous, yes. where in the last season and the last month, you couldn't make the miraculous. Um, the Lord says, you're going to see me open up those things for you. Lord, we release a blessing yes, into Lord. India in the name of Yeshua. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When Jenny asked me to speak, 
a little bit on India, uh, to pray about India, I would just sat and thought, well, what, do I, what do I need to think about India? And I was reminded, because I've, I've ministered several times in India, both in pastors' conferences and ordinary churches, and every time there has been a desire in the people for the word and a desire in the people for God that I've not seen anywhere else in the world. And I just speak to you people in India, and I say, there is a fire in your hearts There is a fire that you desire to see God in a greater way. That you desire to break through the religious hold that that is over your nation to see the kingdom of God come forth into the nation. And I believe the Lord is saying, I am stirring the fire again in India. For I am stirring the fire in your hearts and in your churches to seek me, to know me, to know my power, to know my love, to know my grace that I am moving even in greater measure in India to see the idols falling down because of the power of the gospel that is being released and the fire of God that is being released into the continent of India, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So we release a blessing to you, those that are watching on the web. And if you're watching from another nation or you're in different parts of the UK, if you want to connect with us every month, we're going to release a blessing for you as you uh, request that. Uh, We've had a request from India this time. We didn't know we were going to have that. But you can see that our hearts are connected, that there are those in this house that are connected to India. We are going to go. We are sowing. And we believe in that you're going to reach your destiny. We're in this together, India, and we're in this together, the rest of the world that are watching. So send in your requests, your prayer requests, your requests for a word from the Lord, and we will meet those as we are able. Let's just say, everybody, we love India. One, two, three. We We love love India. India. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.